written by the message of an angel, may, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection, through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Good News Show here on KTH, 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Uh, we got a fun, action-packed show for you this hour. We go live every Monday, most Mondays. Last uh, Monday was Labor Day and we were recorded, but we always like to just kind of let you know the good stuff that's happening in North Texas. There's a lot of it here in our local Catholic world, and we are going to tell you whole, uh, about it this, this, this program, this hour. Second half of the show, we have got the team from the CPLC, the Catholic Pro-Life Community, coming in, uh, Geraldine and Susan and Ingrid, and they are going to tell you about all the latest uh, pro-life news. They've got a golf tournament coming up and uh, everything that we should be aware of as far as uh, the local scene with pro-life activity. We appreciate them taking time every second Monday of the month to come in and uh, be part of the program. And uh, I am in studio just uh, chock full with uh, wonderful students from Mary Immaculate School and Farmers Branch. We also have their admissions director, and we have Father Alphonse Nazaro, the new, relatively new pastor there uh, at Mary Immaculate, and uh, he is here as well. And uh, we're going to talk to them about some open houses coming up. Uh, three of the what they call ambassadors are here. These are uh, seventh and eighth graders who have a leadership role as students at the school. So we're going to find out what are ambassadors, what's unique and cool about the school, what kind of extracurriculars do they have, Catholic identity, that kind of thing. Diane is running the board, and uh, William Kirkendall, our wonderful uh, high school intern, is uh, flawlessly uh, running our social media. If you want to look behind the scenes, and see what everybody looks like and what the studio looks like, go to our uh, local DFW Facebook page, and it is right there. And so thanks to, to William for uh, running that. Before that, real quickly, I want to say a couple of things. First of all, tomorrow's a big day. This is our share week. Four times a year we come to you and we say, please, please, please help us uh, keep the station on the year, make a donation, pray for us, promote, pledge. And the uh, theme this uh, week, Sissel is, it's for your soul. Yes, right? it is. <laughs> yeah, so Radio for Your Soul, that's our tagline. And I uh, wonder how we came up with that. Yeah, I have no, no idea. I have no idea. Uh, but Sean, Sean Rice did a great interview with Monsignor Pope uh, about the soul and the, the human person. It's very kind of Thomistic. You can't talk about the soul without getting into oh, consequences. Oh, he just had to bring it up. Just for you, Dave. Just for me, right. So anyways, please uh, make plans to donate this week and pray for the Shirathon and also promote it as well. We'd really, really appreciate it. We want a good showing from uh, North Texas and the the station here, and uh, the other thing is real quickly we have uh, we were at two live remotes this past weekend. We were out at the two biggies. These are two of the the yes. real big ones. Saint Anne's uh, in Capel always does the weekend after Labor Day, Friday through Sunday. We were out there Friday evening. I went back Saturday. Me too. Yeah, I was like the <laughs> oldest guy there. I mean, it was like me and a whole bunch of like sixteen year olds. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I I was there as like the twenty four year old, and I felt like whoa, I am very old. Here. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, my, my daughters went, and it, it was it's a good time. They, they they do it big, and then Saturday we were out St. Jude and Allen. They had their big carnival, and 
so thanks to both of those uh, parishes for letting us come out. Uh, this weekend we don't have any, I don't think. And then on the 24th we'll be at All Saints in Dallas, the first season Keller, and also maybe uh, Mary Immaculate in Ooh. Farmer's Branch. I'm Very negotiating exciting. with the pastor right oh, now. Okay? You're in the middle of communicating right now? Uh, yes. as, as we speak, <laughs> yes, right now. Yeah, and we, well, don't forget next Monday Dave will be doing a live broadcast uh, from the Bishop's Golf oh, Tournament yeah, during Bishop this Golf. show. So it'll be kind of a different show. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Thanks for the reminder of that. I think 11 to 1 we'll be doing that right outside our, our steps here at the uh, Four Seasons Golf Course. Uh, Diane went out to the Catholic Bowl 2 this past weekend. This is a big event. Last year they had uh, two local schools and two great games. Uh, this year they increased it to three games. John Paul 2 and Plano played, and uh, Nolan Catholic and also Munster played. Yes, uh, John Paul 2 played St. Edmund out of Louisiana. I got to meet some great folks from that area. And unfortunately, John Paul II lost. Okay. And so did Nolan Catholic. They played St. Thomas High School out of Houston, and they also lost. But uh, Sacred Heart won the late game, that which started at 9 p.m. They defeated St. Paul from Shiner. Okay. So um, yeah. congratulations to all the team, and congratulations to Patrick Steinberg, um, who did an outstanding job putting the second annual Catholic Bowl together. And yeah. I did and run it's in... Faith, it's faith, freedom, and football. So they celebrate the Catholic faith, yes. uh, the, the, our freedom as, you know, Americans, and also football. It's, it's a great, you know, triple theme. Uh, and you had a chance to interview Bishop Olson, didn't you? Uh, yes, I did. We tried to get Bishop Burns, but we were told he was in Jerry's luxury suite at the start. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's your conversation with uh, Bishop uh, Michael Olson of the... Diocese of Fort Worth, uh, Catholic Ball 2, right? Yeah, I just asked him what this, uh, why being there was important, and this is what he had to say. Well, I think it supports Catholic education that is integral and holistic, uh, not just intellectual, but also of the whole person, human formation as well as physical formation. And why did you decide to come out here today? I wanted to support uh, the, the players and the coaches and the parents uh, as well as all of those who've worked hard in the apostolate of Catholic education in North Texas. And how do you think sports help uh, a person grow spiritually as well? Because I know St. John Paul II actually wrote an encyclical about the power of sport. Yes. I think the power of sport is uh, one of the things is it teaches people to live by rules. It teaches people to cooperate with each other, promotes communion and solidarity. And most especially, it helps them to develop uh, a sense of fairness and also a sense of respect for their opponent. Uh, there's too much hatred in the world, and sport helps us to turn away from war, which is focused on annihilation where everybody loses, uh, and instead focus on a healthy competition whereby everybody wins, including those who are defeated. All right. Thanks, Diane. Good questions. Boy, working in encyclicals and uh, your questions. Wow, I'm impressed. Diane, Diane loves sports. She's yes, uh, always uh, has uh, dreamed of being a sports reporter one day. So <laughs> Even uh, though it was a disappointing yeah. weekend locally and yeah, from my school. Yeah. Uh, at least the Cowboys won, right? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, move on. This is a good news show. Thanks for uh, tuning in again. And let's get to this segment with our, our wonderful students from Mary Macklin School in Farmers Branch. And uh, they're all live in studio with me here. And uh, Cicel did a, is doing a 
a video with him as well. You'll see that up on our Facebook channel. Uh, uh, Father Alphonse Nazaro, the pastor of uh, Mary Immaculate with us. Also, uh, Miss uh, Gabrielle Preston, uh, admissions director and also alumni of Mary Immaculate is here as well. And we have three other students. Uh, Molly Gasper is an eighth grader, and she happens to be the granddaughter of some dear friends of mine, Jim and Mary Pat Black, who just might be listening right now. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm sure they are. (laughs) Uh, And Sienna Abela is here. She's uh, a seventh grader, and uh, and uh, Franston Lawrence is an eighth grader, and they are ambassadors at Mary Mac. Did I pronounce that right? I, I got that right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Father Alphonse, thanks so much for doing this. I I admire you. You know, when you're at All Saints, you brought students in, and now you're at Mary Immaculate, you brought students in. I think it's a great idea. It's a great opportunity for them to come, and we enjoy it. So, th- thank you for doing this. Well, thank you for having us. Uh, I truly appreciate it. So, it's an honor to be here with you. So, tell us, you've been at uh, Mary Immaculate. It's been about a year now. Uh, and yes. what's new at the the parish, the the school? What what should people know about the good things happening at Mary Immaculate? Well, I, I really inherited a, a wonderful community, very generous people. Um, they truly love the school, and uh, we had a, a very successful fundraising year. Mm-hmm. We raised over a million dollars. Oh, wow. And so we were able to use that, those funds, to uh, develop some new programs. Uh, we have our first ever pre-K-4, which uh, uh, is very significant for us because it allows the children to be uh, brought into our curriculum, into our formation program at an early age. And it really makes a huge difference. The longer the kids can stay with us, the more formation they can get. And as I heard in one of the previous segments, you know, how young people are losing their faith. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the more that we can educate them, form them in the faith, the, I, I truly believe that's a strength for them as they go through their teenage years and uh, off to college. Yeah, and I, you know, talking about the pre-K-4, and this is a new program, I didn't mention that all three of our ambassadors have been at the school since kindergarten, right? And that's at least what my notes say, okay? <laughs> Y'all confirm that. So they've been there a long time. They know a lot about the school. Uh, Ms. Preston, admissions director, here with us as well. You are an alumni of the school. It must be... Really cool, for lack of a better word, to be back at the school and now helping with admissions after having been there for you know you know eight nine years as as a student or however many years you were there. That's pretty cool. But welcome, thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, admissions director, I guess you are in charge of trying to uh, promote the school and let people know about all the good things that are going on there, and uh, hopefully a lot of people sign up. So, how are, how are admissions going well? And I know you've got an open house, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, but uh, anything else you want to brag about the school? Absolutely. We are very excited to have welcomed 116 new students this academic year. That has been a huge uptick in admissions, and we are very excited in the Pre-K-4 has been a huge part of that. Mm, good, good. So this is the first year for Pre-K-4. Absolutely. All right. So thanks so much for being here. And again, uh, in a moment, we're going to talk about a couple of open houses at Mary Macklet. One of them is Friday, September 23rd, beginning at 9 o'clock. And then Monday, September 26th, we'll give you a chance to give a official you know, invitation to those who are listening as well as now. All right. Let's turn our attention to our wonderful three ambassadors here. I love that term, ambassadors. And uh, again, they are Molly Gass. Asper, Sienna, Abila, and Franston Lawrence, uh, eighth and seventh and eighth grader. They've been there since uh, kindergarten. And uh, let me first of all ask, uh, well, Sienna, why don't you answer this one? Uh, what is the role of an ambassador? What is this all about? Um, I would say the role of an ambassador is to show prospective families our school. We also represent the school as well um, as kind leaders 
and we also show much respect. Um, we also like to give tours to new families who might want to come to the school. Mm-hmm. And I would think that it's quite an honor to be an ambassador because the school, obviously, you know, you're, you're representing the school in a sense, and you go out and do things like this, and they want to kind of put their best forward. So uh, that, that's, a, that's a great honor, I'm sure. Uh, and Molly, um, why do you think y'all were chosen? And, and are there others as well? I don't know how many ambassadors you have, but uh, uh, why do you think y'all were chosen among the others to be ambassadors? Well, I think our director of missions last year uh, took a lot of input from our teachers, just kind of who is the most respectful, who is willing to show off our school, and who is a good representative of a Mustang. Uh, we went through an interview process uh, that, <clears throat> excuse me, we had an mm-hmm. induction mass, and we filled out a, a kind of a survey about our favorite things about Mary Immaculate and what extracurriculars we did, such as sports and clubs. Mm, So kind of a a well-rounded student that uh, does well, you know, presents themselves well and is involved uh, in uh, the the school as well. So, okay, well, thank you uh, very much. And uh, let me ask you, as far, you know, there's a lot of different kind of schools. There's charter schools and public school and homeschool options as well. So every school has something unique and something that makes it special. So let me just kind of ask each of you what you think is unique and special about the uh, Mary Immaculate School experience. Let's just call it that. So we'll just go Sienna, Franston, Molly. Uh, well, what's, what's unique about this school? Um, I would say something unique about the school is definitely the bond that we create with other students and our classmates. Um, I mean, I've practically lived with these people for the past seven years. <laughs> um, yeah. It's really fun to be with them. I mean, they're friends who turn into family almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we are one of the only schools in the Diocese of Dallas with sisters. Um, we have three Dominican sisters that uh, come. One of them's the principal, the sixth, seventh, and eighth grade religion teacher, and then pre-K through four, uh, the, she does, like, um, religion stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, another thing is our just our community and all of our traditions. Uh, everyone is kind of like what Sienna said, a family. And uh, our traditions, we have, we sing the Salve Regina after Mass, and we also, the junior high does a variety show towards the end of the year, which our drama teacher helps us. Oh, that, that's cool. Uh, I, I want to you know, just bring Father Alphonse in. I, th- I think the, the introduction of the Dominican sisters may have predated your arrival at the school, but, you know, I, I when I went to St. Patrick's School growing up, you know, there were a lot of religious sisters, but nowadays that's kind of an unusual thing at a Catholic school to have habited religious sisters, and that's, uh, that, that is a really, uh, I'm sure, a blessing to you as uh, the, the, oh, the head absolutely. of the school. You know, to have the sisters, it's uh, a living witness, a living testimony of, uh, of the message of Jesus Christ, right? You know, yeah. that there's no greater love than to give your life uh, for another. And, you know, so that the children can actually see the vows in action, right? Mm-hmm. Poverty, chastity, obedience. But above all, that they see a joy, yeah. right? The nuns are happy. Yeah. And that then the children begin to ask themselves, well, why are you so happy? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you don't have anything. You don't have much. And, and so it begins a dialogue. And I think they're a tremendous asset to the school. And uh, they have helped to bring in uh, quite a few families that drew, truly cherish their Catholic uh, 
Catholic education for their children. Yeah, yeah. And the Dominicans, by their very charism, are a teaching order, right? The order of preachers. Right, And right. so they are are used yes. to teaching, and I know a couple of them are at U- University of Dallas also. Sister so, Marianne, our principal, she has her Ph.D. in education. So yeah. she is not only uh, religious, but she's uh, an expert in education. Yeah. We are talking about Mary Immaculate School. They have a couple of uh, open houses coming up, and you can find them online at misschool.org misschool.org and uh, academic excellence in a Catholic Christ-centered environment you'll find uh, there as well. Let's turn our attention back to the ambassadors here and other than, you know, obviously the the presence of the Dominican sisters, the Nashville uh, Dominicans being on um uh, on campus, uh, talk about Catholic identity because you know, this is a way a Catholic school can can separate itself from other, you know, good academic schools and charter schools like that, but uh, they cannot be have Catholic identity like a school like Mary Macklett can. So uh, how does Mary Macklett School express authentic Catholic identity, you know, sacraments and, you know, mass and that kind of things? But we'll just let each of you kind of share a little bit on that. Franston? Yes, so uh, two years of the not, well, 10 uh, MIS are sacrament years. So in second grade, we do reconciliation, our first reconciliation, and Sister Annunciata handles all that, uh, explaining that and teaching like the process mm-hmm. to them. And then eighth grade, we have uh, confirmation. So Sister Sophia teaches us about confirmation and gets us ready for that process. And then we have prayer buddies also, so we'll go to Mass with them. So that's like a, a upper school student with a uh, a younger student, yes. and you guys pray for each other. You pray for yes. them, and well, that that's cool. That must be a real you know blessing to the younger student to know that you know one of the the the, the big kids is uh, just praying for him. Uh, Molly, how about you? Uh, we do have an atrium, which is also known as the classroom of silence. So Sister Nunciata has her own classroom where pre preschoolers through fourth grade will have. Uh, one hour a week dedicated to uh, developing your relationship with God and praying. And she also teaches the parts of the Mass, uh, such as like what is the epiclesis and um, different th- like parts of the Mass. Mm, yeah, that, that's great. Sienna? Um, yes, we just recently celebrated Mary's birthday, actually. Uh, we celebrated with cupcakes and a prayer, but um, those cupcakes were... Oh, that must have been drudgery. <laughs> they were good. <laughs> Yeah, so you get to sing happy birthday and uh, yes. all that kind of stuff. Well, that, that is awesome. All right, so great Catholic identity and uh, academics, uh, extracurricular activities and sports. Um, talk, um, uh, Francis, I guess, are you, are you, you play sports or talk yes, about sir. that? What, what's, what's offered so, there at the school? Uh, in fall, we have uh, cross country. We have tackle football. for. We have a combined fifth and sixth grade team, and we have a combined seventh and eighth grade team. Mm. And then we also offer flag football. Winter sports, we have basketball for both boys and girls, and you can start that in fifth grade. And then in the spring, we have baseball, softball. Um, Some uh, talk is that we're going to bring back our swim team. Um, Soccer for seventh and eighth, and that's co-ed. And then we have futsal for... uh, fifth and sixth, which is only girls, and mm. then um, track and field, and I think I think that's it. 
Oh, okay. Well, so you did all that off the top of your head. That's that's very good. I didn't even have to look down at your notes. Sienna, uh, any other extracurriculars you want to talk about at the school? Um, yes. There's also some extracurricular clubs. We have the science club, gardening club, art club. Um, we also have, I believe, um, some new ballet classes too. Oh, really? So oh, wow. Something fun. <laughs> <laughs> Ballet classes. All right. Th- thanks so much. Uh, now that y'all are you know, seventh and eighth graders, especially the two of you in eighth grade, and looking forward to your to your future, do you know yet uh, where you're going next, or what the what the plans are after Mary Immaculate, uh, Franston? Yes. Yeah, so uh, my oldest brother was a graduate of Jesuit in the class of 21, and then my other brother is a sophomore there. So. Uh, my top choice right now is Jesuit. Okay, kind of a family thing, huh? Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. Molly, what, what, what's your, uh, where are you going to be going? Uh, my parents gave me three choices, and to this day I have no idea where I'm going to go. Uh, but it's Ursuline Academy, John Paul II, or Bishop Lynch. Those are three good choices, yeah. So, uh so you, at, at some point, I guess you got to make a decision. So, uh, but uh, yeah, you got uh, good, good, and good to choose from, right? All right. So, Ursuline JP2. Sienna, how about you? Um, I would probably say the same as Molly, but my definite top choice would be JP2. All right. So two of you, at least two of you may be going to school together here, right? Yes. But uh, you're one year behind. <laughs> All right. So so thanks so much uh, for being on. You guys did great. And I know it's your first radio interview and uh, hopefully not your last. But uh, uh, th- thanks so much for being ambassadors. And, and, and everybody, please pray for the ambassadors in Mary Macklet School. Again, if you want to learn more about them, you can go to misschool.org. Uh, M-I-S. Did I get that right? Uh, M-I-school.org. Oh, M-I, I saw it. Okay. I'm sorry. M-I. Because, yeah. Okay. M-I MISchool.org. Not, not two S's. Okay. Uh, also, as I mentioned before, we have Father Alphonse Nazaro, the pastor of Mary Macklet here. And also, um, we have uh, Miss Gabrielle Preston, admin- admissions director, and also a graduate alumni of the school. You guys have some open houses coming up. Uh, I mentioned the dates previously. Can you repeat the, the dates and just kind of say what, what, what's uh, involved in that? And do people need to sign up or, or what do they need to do? Absolutely. We have two open houses. One is on Friday, September 23rd at 9 a.m., the other Monday, September 26th at 6.30 p.m. The best thing to do would be to go to our website, mischool.org. From there, you'll see a pop-up where you can click to register, and that will be a great opportunity for you to meet our student ambassadors, receive a tour, chat with them, and with our pastor and principal, Sister Marianne, as well, and ask any questions about our admissions process. Okay, and Father Alphonse is going to be there as well. Uh, Father, you know, one, one question that I, I I always, you know, ask people when it comes to Catholic education is the the cost and the the value of it. I know it's a, it's a great sacrifice for most families to send their uh, children to school. What would you say to somebody who's like, you know, I want to send a kid to Catholic school. I just don't know if I can afford it. What right. would you say? Well, I think the first thing that they need to see is that it's an investment more mm-hmm. than anything else. Because when you invest in a Catholic school, it truly does open up so many doors for their children. Uh, opens up doors for Catholic high school, Catholic colleges, uh, and also prepares them extremely well for the future. So, yes, there is an expense, but I would consider it more of an investment than an expense. And also, for most parishes, if a family does truly want to send their kids to a school, a diocesan school, the parish will do everything possible for that child to go there. Mm-hmm. I will do everything possible to get that kid over there because uh, I went to public school. I know the difference. I, 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 can, I experience it every day. My writing skills are horrible compared to these kids. Mm-hmm. They write so well. They speak so well. 
um, when you have a classroom of 30 kids or 35 kids, it's, uh, it, it's very hard to get that personalized attention. Mm-hmm. And if you notice in the Wall Street Journal not too long ago, they mentioned how reading and math scores plummeted during COVID yeah. because many yeah. public schools were not able to offer their children uh, what they needed. And yeah. yet Catholic schools across the country performed outstandingly well. And I know that Mary Macklett did an excellent job during the whole pandemic. But it's not just during that time. It's, it's always. Catholic schools provide personalized formation. They care about the entire child. And, you know, we spoke about a lot about the faith, but it's about the whole person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we have tremendous um, uh, learning environments that uh, help the children to grow academically, spiritually, morally, physically. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. I'm so happy that all of you came in. And uh, Ms. Preston, if you have anything else that you, do you want to add something to it? Uh, okay. I saw you grab the mic. I'm not sure if you wanted to say something else. I, I would like to have a little bit more information about the fall festival, if I could, yeah. uh, Father. October 1st. Um, I remember years ago, I mean, this must have been 10, 15 years ago, we came out and you guys had rides and, uh, you know, there, there was a lot, of course, good food and all kinds of stuff. It was long before mm-hmm. you arrived at the, at the parish. But uh, gosh, it might have been Father Bruce Bradley that was pastor. It was a long time ago. Uh, w- what can you tell us about the the festival? If people want to make plans to go on October first, oh, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of activities. We have a petting zoo. Uh, we have a lot of booths with uh, unique, particular items that you can purchase. Uh, we're going to have a silent auction, but it's it's just a great opportunity to to socialize and uh, support the parish. Mm-hmm. So we have a um, a raffle. And a $25 raffle ticket uh, could win you $10,000. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, an, you know, considering inflation, that's a, great, that's a great purchase, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but we also have North Texas Giving Day. If you love Catholic schools, if, even if your children have graduated and gone on, uh, if you want to support a great Catholic school, then please go to North Texas Giving Day and uh, look up Mary Immaculate Catholic School and donate today. And that's like next Thursday, isn't that it? That is uh, next uh, Thursday, the twenty second. Okay, not 22nd. yeah, not, not that this Thursday, but uh, yeah, this is uh, it's always a big a big day for a lot of organizations across the uh, the area. Uh, all right, so I, and now I know why I wanted to go back to you, Miss Preston, because you wanted to give the information about how people can get a hold of you. And I just just to redeem myself, want to say the website one time correctly. Okay, <laughs> it's uh, mischool.org. dot org. Okay, as in Mary Immaculate School dot org. Okay, all right. I'm sorry for uh, making messing that up. So mischool.org. How else can people get a hold of you if they want to learn more about the school or maybe you know, ask about the the open houses? If you'd like to give me a call, you can call my office at 972-243-7105, extension 150, or you can go on our website, click on the admissions tab, and all of my contact information is there. Feel free to also send me an email at admissions at mischool.org. Okay. So you, you mentioned, uh, like, I think 110 new students. Is that, is that just the new students or is that how many, uh, what's, what's the total population for the school? We have 437 students enrolled. Oh, okay. That, that, you know, that's a pretty big school, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I thought you, you meant like 110 total, but the 110 new students. Yes. So about a 25% of the school are, are, is new. That's, uh, yeah, that, that's remarkable. Must be a great administration, administration, admission. 
missions director over there, Father. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks so much. Again, mischool.org. You can call 972-243-7105, extension 150, or admissions at mischool.org. And uh, before I let y'all go, I typically do this. Is there anything anybody wants to say? Because I never want anybody to, to drive home and say, you know what? I wish he had asked me this question. So, no? Did we cover it all? Okay. So Thank uh, you. Okay. Yes, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, was it? Was it? Uh, <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> okay, I'm sure all your your parents and grandparents are listening. You did a great job. So thank you very much, uh, Father Alphonse, uh, Miss Gabrielle Preston, admissions director, Molly Gasper, Sienna Abila, and Franzden Lawrence. In fact, a couple of the parents are in our in our studio. I think they're listening on the app there as well. So you guys all did a great job. And please visit that website. Consider, uh, if nothing else, going to the open house and learning about this great school, mischool.org, and of course. Uh, worship in both English and Spanish, many masses on Saturday and Sunday, and it's in the heart of Farmer's Branch. And so thank you very much. And I guess they're going to finish up their video, and we'll be posting that up on uh, social media, which is, I think, a promotion for the open houses as well. Sissel's got them doing some kind of uh, fun video that will be posted, so you can see that in our social media sites. All right, it's 28 minutes after the hour, and we are going to take a break here in just a moment, and uh, um, they'll be leaving, and then we're going to have the ladies from the CPLC coming in to talk about uh, the latest news uh, in pro-life here locally. I just want to remind you that tomorrow morning, it's the share It's for your soul. And this is going to be four days of fundraising uh, to help keep Catholic Radio on the air. Please, uh, yeah... Not to get overly competitive, but we like to get Dave, the, the, you get competitive. We like to get the first call of the Sherathon, right? Yes, okay. we do. So somebody set we your. We don't al- usually win that one. Set though. your alarm. We used to. We set your alarm for like six thirty tomorrow, and then just at about five till start calling. Uh, eight hundred four seven six three three one one. That's the phone number for the Sherathon. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. And let's just see if maybe, maybe just possibly a North Texas person could be the first caller. Just, just, just an idea, right? It's just putting the idea in your head. Just, just placing that idea in your head. <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay. So let's take the break. And uh, and thanks for listening. This is the Good News Show here on KTH nine ten AM Guadalupe Radio Network. Back to school means juggling activities and planning the family calendar. If you are a father or know a dad that enjoys sharing open skies and the beauty of our Catholic faith with his son, consider the Troops of St. George. The Troops of St. George apostolate aims to use the outdoors as the canvas and the sacraments as the path to light the way for the formation of holy Catholic men and boys. Troop 77 of Collin County, the magnanimous 77th, is looking for a few good dads, and they're kicking off their school year Monday, September 12th. Learn more at tsg77.org. Do you need a new branding strategy that allows you to educate and engage with your local community while building trust and credibility? Decided Excellence Catholic Media offers a very unique branding platform which showcases you as the expert in your industry. Our exclusive publications are open, read, kept, and shared with thousands of readers and communities throughout Texas and nationwide. To learn more about our powerful branding solutions, please contact Doreen Chaney at dchaney at decidedexcellence.com. That's D-C-H-A-N-A-Y at decidedexcellence.com. Welcome back to the Good News Show here on this beautiful Monday. Thanks for joining us. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, we had an opportunity. In a post-pandemic world, it is sometimes hard to know what to do or where to go, especially when it comes to your dental health. I'm Dr. Kyle Eberlein, a parishioner at Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville and a sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. I understand the challenges today regarding your dental health. If you're in need of help or advice about your situation, 
You can find us at midcitiesdental.com. We have offices in Hearst and in Bedford. In My Shoes is celebrating five years of opening their doors to pregnant moms in need of a safe place. Come join them for their fifth year anniversary celebration on Saturday, September 24th from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. The event takes place at their residence located in Dallas. This is a family-friendly event. There will be food, music, yard games, and a bounce house for the kids while hearing messages of hope from past residents and plans for the future. Please contact Maria Puccini at maria at liveinmyshoes.org with any questions you may have. Hello, my name is Bill Mertz. My wife Liz and I own Master Tech Auto Repair in Plano. We're proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. Master Tech is a full-service auto repair. From oil changes to complete engine replacement, our transmission service. We're located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. Come celebrate the beginning of a new formation year with the Seminarians of Holy Trinity Seminary on Sunday, September 18th. After Mass, the Seminarians will offer tours of the renovated residence halls, hear firsthand from the Seminarians how their semesters are going, and the joys and challenges of seminary life. For more information and to participate, contact Sylvia at 972-815-2422. That's 972-815-2422. All right. Boy, I'll tell you, some of the, the most fun part of this show is the transition between guests because uh, we had those uh, great students from Mary Macklin in, and, of course, we wanted to take a bunch of pictures. And uh, So uh, we'll post some of those up on our uh, social media site. But uh, great to have them on. And, again, if you want to learn about the school, mischool.org, mischool.org. It is the second Monday of the month, and that means only one thing. It means that the wonderful ladies from the Catholic Pro-Life community are here to have their uh, CPLC segment of the Good News Show. And uh, they are uh, Geraldine Kaminsky, who is the executive director and, uh, you know, somewhere here I put all of their titles, and by golly, do I not have it I with can me, jump but, in uh, right Susan, here and, and I, I, I introduce so our team. Because I had all their titles down, because I always ask Susan, what's your title? And uh, Ingrid Meyer as well. I can't believe this is the second mistake I've made in this show. But, Geraldine, why don't you take it away, and you can go ahead and introduce everybody. But thanks for coming in. Great to see you. Thank you, Dave. And it's certainly a blessing to follow those fine folks with uh, Mary Immaculate. So, what a blessing. Uh, well, good afternoon. We're here with Ingrid Meyer, our Director of Ministries, and Susan Platt, our Director of Prayer and Community Outreach. We're here today to talk to you about some upcoming pro-life events that are going on throughout the community and to share some of the uh, latest legislative news. And, and as you all will recall, a big piece of legislative news that is on August 25th, that trigger ban, the Human Life Protection Act, actually went into effect. It, you know, it went uh, Dobbs overruled Roe, that decision overruled Roe versus Wade earlier in the summer, but there was a waiting period. So Susan will tell us more about that later on in the show, but we are thrilled because uh, abortion is illegal in Texas Mm -hmm. officially. 
praise God. Another reason to praise God is that we had a beautiful Mass with uh, Bishop Burns and uh, clergy and deacons on August 22nd. It was the Now Thank We All Our God Mass. Uh, that day was otherwise known as the day you might want to take an ark to the cathedral because <laughs> it was... Pouring. It was pouring, but you know, that was God answering our prayers, right, yeah. Susan? How We had just prayed for rain, right? We had. We'd prayed for rain on the air, and by golly, <laughs> yeah. the Lord answered. It was it, funny how quickly I, I was like, gosh, I wish this rain would end. I've been praying for it for two months, and now I'm like, it's kind of annoying, but uh, we, we needed it badly. Well, one of our deacons on the way down there, he said, you know, I saw the animals lined up two by two, and I was wondering if I should continue on. <laughs> so we were great. We are grateful, and thank you for all your support and sharing the, the beautiful news of having that Mass. And there was, oh gosh, almost 800 people there in spite of the rain and flooded roads, and a wonderful reception hosted by uh, the diocese. So we are grateful that we could actually celebrate the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Uh, but first now, uh, we are going to have Ingrid uh, explain a, a great event that's coming up. Uh, Ingrid, could you tell us about Bella Vida? Yes, thank you, Gerilyn, and thank you to everybody who's listening. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about the Bella Vida event. This will be happening soon. It'll be September 24th. And Bella Vida has always been put on by the Hispanic Pastoral Ministry. It's been there maybe six years now already. This is going to be number seven. But for this is the first time that we are going to make this a bilingual event. Mm. So we will have the Spanish and the English separate, but the same day. This is very important day because, you know, things. so many things have been happening. And right now we see our culture that is so anti-family, mm-hmm. anti-church, you know, and being faithful to our church. We need to equip the people, give them the tools to combat these things, right? So we are bringing a great speaker this time. And he, since he is bilingual, this is why we can have it in English, too. So the theme is Thou Shall Not Kill abortion the satanic religion on the secular humanist this will take place like i mentioned before on september saturday september 24th it will be at saint michael the archangel catholic church in grand prairie and we will have the spanish will be in the in the morning from 9 to 12 and english presentation will be from 2 to 4 there will be two talks presented by this speaker now, Ingrid, I have a question. Can uh, adults come? Children come? Can you tell us about that? Yes, I was just going to touch on that. Adults are all adults are welcome. And children, if they are the age of 14 or over, can attend with their parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you can buy the tickets online at prolifedallas.org slash Bella Vida. That is Bella Vida with double L. And uh, this will take you to a bilingual page where you can buy the tickets for $20 or you can pay 25 at the door. Thank you. Now, Susan, you know a thing or two about this speaker, right? Yes. Tell everybody about Jesse so Romero. I'm excited to have Jesse Romero here because mm-hmm. he is such a powerful speaker. I mean, we have to engage in spiritual warfare. We don't have any choice. Because the devil is coming after us because he hates life and he hates pro-lifers. So Jesse Romero is just the right person to be giving this talk this, um, on the, uh, for Bella Vida. Um, he was, a, has been a long time Catholic evangelist. He's really got an interesting background working as a police officer for the Los Angeles County Police Department. And he wrote, 
the devil in the city of angels my encounters with the diabolical oh you have the book here i have the book <laughs> and i'm i'm reading through it again i'm okay. just uh, he's just wonderful um he's funny he's smart he is a man of deep faith mm-hmm. uh and he knows how to share his faith um he's uh, served on an exorcism team for many years and uh, so he's he's seen the devil up close and personal mm-hmm. uh and he has a, a graduate degree in catholic theology from uh, St. Francis, Franciscan University at Steubenville. So, gosh, he's just so qualified to be talking to us about what we are facing in our culture of death uh, and how we can fight against it and change minds and lives and make hearts turn towards the Lord. So uh, Jesse does not mess around. He does not pull any punches. He is straightforward to the point. So I think everybody that comes is going <laughs> to love is it. That is for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And tickets are available. People can go to prolifedallas.org forward slash Bellavida, spelled B-E-L-L-A-V-I-D-A. They can also call our office um, for information, 972-267-5433. Everyone should get their tickets. And if you're bilingual, come for the whole time. Uh, hear them in English and in Spanish and in English and, and all of that. But uh, I'm glad you have the book. I do want to get reading before that uh, event. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, we had talked last time that we have our CPLC, the 2022 CP- CPLC Golf Classic, which supports our life-saving minis- uh, ministries. And that is happening on Monday, September 26th. We have two spots left for the golf tournament. So what I'm going to do is ask the listeners, if you want to play golf, please call us at the office, 972-267-5433, and ask for Monica. Monica is putting together this event with our great honorary chair, uh, Phil Deppner, and it's already successful. So if you would like to get in on that, just call the office and make your reservation that way. Um, and speaking of life-saving ministries, uh, I would be remiss if we did not talk about uh, North Texas Giving Day. Um, many of us nonprofits are speaking about that. That's the way that we continue our work that we do for people in need. It's September 22nd, and uh, all the listeners can go to prolifedallas.org forward slash donate and donate directly on our site. Uh, as as everyone knows, uh, abortion facilities are closing. We are upping what we're doing for pregnant and parenting uh, moms in need, and we'll be uh, Ingrid will be sharing more about that. But I wanted to share for people just a little bit. Um, you know, a a, a twenty five hundred dollar donation can actually provide twenty middle schoolers with immersive pro-life training in the summer at a summer day camp. It's a new initiative we started this past summer. We would love to be able to bring in uh, children and and pay for their experience. Uh, we also can bless women with $100 donations, and we can further support our Project Gabriel ministry with $500. So I do want to just put that out there, prolifedallas.org slash donate. Um, and now... Um, we want to talk about some uh, – Ingrid, do you want to talk about uh, Project yes, Gabriel and so, what it means to really stand by these women now that abortion is no longer? Yes, and why is it important to continue to support us? You know, maybe you think, oh, well, abortion, they're co- they won't have any more abortion centers in the state of Texas and abortion is going away. It's not going away. It's still here, and women are still in need. Mm-hmm. That is the reality. These women – 
are not changing just because the law has changed, right? They still need the support. So we still counsel them. But the most important thing, we walk with them. We provide them with the resources they need, with the emotional support they need. And we help them to build on a relationship to come back to God. That is the most important thing. So Project Gabriel is a wonderful ministry that touches on each one of these points. And we will be having a Gabriel Angel training to become a Gabriel Angel. This will be on September, I mean October 1st. We just had one in September this past Saturday, which was in Spanish. And now we are going to have it in English Saturday, October 1st, it will be from 9 to 1.30 p.m. So for the first time, we will have our training, which will only be half a day. Usually, they're an, an entire day. We're trying to change things around. So there's it's one out of three parts. So the first part is 9 to 1.30 in person. And then the other two parts will be on October 13th. And October 20th, and those will be by Zoom. We're trying to make it easier on our volunteers. And there's so much information that you want to take with you that it's better to process if it's in separate parts. Right? Hey, Grady, can you tell us what this mentor uh, woman uh, gets out of this relationship being a Gabriel Angel? We, we've heard how much this uh, service, this ministry provides to the pregnant and the parenting moms in need. But I've heard some stories of the volunteers saying, oh, but but it's so much more for me. So can can you share yes. something and I, anecdotally? And I think that happens to all of us when we go in wanting to serve. We don't realize everything we're going to get out of it. You know, yes, you do serve and you do walk with this mom and you provide her your love and your um, and just your support but you don't realize how much you are getting out of it because you are having the opportunity to be Christ-like. Just being Christ-like changes, changes the way you see people. You stop judging. You, you have more compassion, and it helps you with your family. You know, Geraldine, how many angels we've had that the family gets involved. Oh, that's and great. it's not only the angel who's walking with these moms, but the family too. The children become the babysitters of this baby, right? The husband becomes the mentor in financial things, right? And the, and the Gabriel angel is the one who is there always for this mom. So it also helps the family, right? We need the family to understand that we need to work together and be a community and love our sisters in need. And how can you love those out there if you don't begin in your home? That's right. And that teaches you how to do it at home. That's right. right? So if people are considering, wow, how can I volunteer? Uh, what should I do now? I used to go out to, uh, you know, the McKinney abortion facility, which is closed now. What can I do? Well, maybe, uh, we can ask everyone to just prayerfully discern if maybe being a mentor, a Gabriel angel would, would be the right thing to do at this time. So and that's October 1st, right? Yes, this extreme. is October 1st. And the wonderful thing about this is that you set your own time oh, it's good. not like oh you have to meet with her this day at this time no you become a mentor you get acquainted with her and then you support her like you would any friend right that's right well that's great 
thank you for for bringing that up with us and uh we'll ask everybody if they have any questions again to call call our office call, call our office or please go to prolifedallas.org and go to project gabriel ministry and there you can sign up for the upcoming gabriel angel training excellent please please and share with your friends we invite all of you to participate I've heard, I've heard some friends actually they both together became mentors to two different women but but the four of them would get together on certain occasions so both of the pregnant and parenting moms had their angels but they 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 became you know friends together and became their own community and isn't that what we're all about is is building community that's so and beautiful bring, bring a friend because you know what sometimes the best way to start as a gabriel angel is with another gabriel there angel a friend and then you both co-pair one mom so you <laughs> take it slowly and then next time you'll be an expert. That's great. So there's lots to do. Our yes. work is not done. No. Our work is not done. Speaking Our of that. prayer is not done. <laughs> speaking oh, of that, Susan, never. take it away. <laughs> Whether you can do uh, Gabriel Angel or not, if you will pray for yes. CPLC, for our efforts, for our staff. Uh, we need prayer to move forward. We have to um, be surrounded by the Lord and do what He wants us to do. We try to do His will in all things. Uh, and one of the one of the things that has helped so much uh, to report on our progress legislatively is uh, since the Heart Texas Heartbeat Bill in September two thousand and one was passed and. Well, enacted into law, we have had additional legislation, including the trigger ban, the Human Life Protection Act, the the uh, the numbers that we are seeing from SBA Pro Life r- reports over fifty five thousand unborn Texas children whose wow. lives have been saved. Wow! Because yes. <laughs> of the legislative efforts of our our people in Austin, and with the the trigger ban. Uh, after Dobbs was over, uh, overturned Roe. So 55,000. Wow. Praise God. And so we have to pray for those people in office too. Yes. Uh, that they have continued to, to vote this way. They have continued to promote life in, in, in all circumstances. Yes, they have. Uh, and we are, uh, less than two months away from the election in November, November 8th. So please make sure you're registered to vote and vote pro-life. Uh, you can Google Dallas County voter registration or Collin County voter registration. They also have sample ballots online, uh, or you can pick up voter registration cards at the library or at the post office. But the last day to register to vote is October 11th. So please make sure you're registered to vote and vote pro-life. Now, as far as what we're seeing with abortion centers here, uh, we had one closed and the one in McKinney closed. They've moved out of state. Uh, Another one has closed. They've changed their website, and they no longer have a phone number listed. Uh, A third uh, was just answering the phone to say that they were closed. (laughs) And then, then we had a fourth abortion center. They are still seeing a few clients, but that's to uh, give them referrals to out of state uh, so that they can uh, still, uh, they're abortion minded. So that's, that's what they're pursuing right now. And we are praying for them and uh, offering them help. We've had, um, um, uh, pregnancy resource centers tell us that they've had as many as 38 women in uh, scheduled for a day, which is incredible, mm-hmm. uh, that are all abortion-minded. And so they are 
doing sonograms, counseling the women, and doing what they can to uh, try to help them know know that they've got an alternative, that this is not something they have to do, that we are there to help. Uh, and I'm, uh, uh, I, I think that's so that's so important is that that prayer we do need to surround the the community and women who find themselves in an unexpected pregnancy because just because abortion is illegal does not mean that their hearts and minds have changed. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a it's a quick hop over the border and 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 they can get their abortion. So it is changing and and prayerfully counseling with our partners in in the Dallas area, various uh, pregnancy resource centers and and so forth. And Susan, I didn't want to go too much further without saying that that we as the Catholic pro life community will be putting together some prayer services as well um, when we know for certain the abortion facilities are closed. So yes. we we had the beautiful uh, process of doing that years ago. And it was so meaningful to so many of us that we stood by those abortion facilities for years and then were able to be there at the closing. So I just want the listeners to stay tuned to the news about that when that happens. Exactly, because so many babies died at each one of these facilities. So we re- we need to recognize that, and that's why we need to have these closing ceremonies. Mm-hmm. That's important. It is. We want to want to recognize the value of their lives. Absolutely. And we thank you, Susan, because um, you you have just kept us up to date with everything going on legislatively. And I know we're not done yet. And you've been keeping with, with our uh, head of sidewalk counseling, Joanne Underwood, keeping us abreast of what's happening and who's there and what's at the abortion facilities and, and, and what the doctors are saying, if they're saying anything. And, and so we really appreciate that. That is, that is not a job that is a nine to five job. And we just thank you for letting us be able to share all your information with everyone. Well, thank you. It's exciting. <laughs> there's always something. Okay, and there's more, though, right? Did, what are we yes. hearing about Veteran Affairs? Well, the Department of Veteran Affairs has announced that it's going to offer abortions to veterans and their beneficiaries, mm. uh, those that are considered medically nece- necessary or in cases of rape or incest. And a medically necessary is pretty vague. And they'll probably try to use that to have more abortions than they actually should, that they uh, can actually justify mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and get away with it. Um, and these abortions are going to be provided throughout the country, despite state laws, including the Texas Human Life Protection Act. Uh, and it's also in violation of a 1992 federal law that blocks the VA from performing abortions. Uh, and thousands of unborn babies, babies that should be protected will be in danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but moms and babies need support and assistance. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's again, where Project Gabriel can come in. And you know what's so important that everybody goes back to that, oh, and if they're raped, does anybody even know the statistics? I mean, it's 1%. 1% of mm-hmm. the women who are raped have, are, are pregnant. And that doesn't mean we have, we have to take care of them. But you know what? Do you fix violence with more violence? Right, right. Right. And they don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. And the way the problem, Geraldine, is the way they always present it to the public, which is so confusing and it confuses everybody. It's right now what you're saying about the veterans. Yes. Right. There was even a talk by one of our board members at a Speakers Bureau uh, summit meeting last week about the ectopic pregnancies and the myths that even physicians practicing today in 
Texas are, are perpetuating. So it's important to get good information. We ask everybody to stay with us at uh, ProLifeDallas.org. Look at LifeWatch with us. Call Susan Platt. Email her at splatt at uh, ProLifeDallas.org to get the latest. If, if people are in need of knowing, please tune in with us. Um, I think we're just about out, out of time susan and ingrid thank you for for being with us dave thanks for having us we just want to touch again on uh bea vida beautiful bilingual event that's happening on september 26th a couple more people can still join us at the cplc uh golf classic on the uh 20 excuse me that was the 24th was uh bea vida 26 is the golf tournament and please keep in touch with us about the legislative actions we'll We'll come back and let you know about all the closing ceremonies at the abortion facilities. And please pray. Please pray for our moms in need and, and pray for all of us in the pro-life uh, community. And would you like to wrap with the prayer? Always, Thank always. You. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, so many of your people have wandered far from you. They have misplaced their sense of the truth, Jesus Christ. They are lost in the wilderness not knowing that it is you they seek. Have mercy on your people, Lord. Open their eyes. Help them to see their way to you. Please restore us to life and turn us away from the culture of death. This we ask in the most holy and glorious name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please keep praying for us. All right. Thank you very much, uh, all three of you. So you. You packed a lot of information in there, and you always come so well organized. And so uh, thanks to all three of you for being here. And, you know, I just I was thinking that uh, I think um, you talk about how the need continues to be present for some, a group like CPLC. Uh, isn't it also true that you know, one election could change everything in Texas. I mean, right now we're all thinking, oh, good, it's, it's, it's illegal, but things could change. I, I hope they never do. I hope they, they never do. But Very, uh, very true. So people so, let their guard down all of a sudden. Continue praying. Our we work were. is not done yet. Yeah, it's not done. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, all right. ProLifeDallas.org is where you can find all the information. Uh, as always is the case, y'all are very busy. I love that you're bringing Jesse Romero in. He is a straight shooter, and uh, and God bless him. That's going to be a great day on September. September 24th there in Grand Prairie and the golf tournament and everything else that's going on. And so uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And, you know, the fall is such a busy time. I, I, I don't think there's any season where there's more requests for us to do announcements and, you know, fall festivals. And there's just so much going in that the, the kids are back in school. So uh, stay tuned. We try to keep as many of the announcements on the air, uh, not only with the CPLC, but all the other groups and the parishes and the diocese. There's a lot going on right now. So uh, we're trying to cover it. Diane has her finger on that uh, on that. Pulse uh, constantly. Yet, don't with, forget tomorrow's the sheriff, and we need everybody's support. Yeah, exactly. Because without uh, the support, we can't do this, and we can't highlight the CPLC. I bet you they're not going to all the other stations in town and doing interviews like we are. Not a to one, them. Dave. <laughs> not a one. And so we, uh, we we like to highlight all the good things. So thanks, y'all. We'll see you next month, thank if not you. sooner. And uh, thank you to Diane and also to Sissel and uh, the wonderful students from Mary Macklet. Again, if you want to interest in, if you have interest in their open houses, just go to mischool.org, mischool.org. We'll see you next week. Have a great uh, week. And don't forget, Sherathon tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, 800-476-3311. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show. 
here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. There is this lady with her big white SUV, and on the back of the windshield is this big cross with y'all's radio station underneath. Put it on y'all's radio station anyhow, and then it starts talking about the saints and how the saints give you signs, and they lead you into the right direction. I just appreciate you and God for putting that sign in my life and letting me know that it, it is him, and it's okay. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. One year after I graduated Catholic High School, I eloped to Las Vegas, Nevada. My husband was not Catholic, and at the time, I didn't really think that it really mattered which church we went to because we all loved God and we all loved Jesus, and that was the start of my journey out of the Catholic Church, where I remained out of the Catholic Church for over 30 years. When I um, started to read the Bible, I could see that our Catholic faith is steeped in scripture. I could see some of the sacraments in scripture. I could see some of the liturgy in scripture. I learned that the Catholic Church was started by Jesus Christ who gave the authority to Peter and it has continued in succession down to the present day. And that was the start of my journey home to the Catholic Church. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today.